I just want to thank our partner, Mira Fertility Tracking, for working with us to help women to get connected to the opportunity to actually measure hormones at home. It is the technology that I personally use during my menopausal transition. It was life-changing for me. You can find more information on Mira on our website at menocoaching.com, and you can also find it on our show notes. We look forward to supporting you and your hormone transition. There's a huge lack of women's health research, and many diseases that were dominating with women's cases were using the male sample to study in the clinical trial. And there's many uh, female diseases were not being studied at all. Welcome to What I Wish I Knew. I'm your host, Irene Ortiz-Glass. What I Wish I Knew is dedicated to providing women with information and a guided path to find purpose, healing, and joy. It is to give women power and permission to go inward during the time of perimenopause and menopause to find their inner compass, while also actively making changes to allow them to thrive during this period of time in life. In this season, we are focusing on the issues surrounding menopause and its transition, and I will share What I Wish I Knew. Today, I am honored and absolutely thrilled to have Sylvia King, the co-founder and CEO of Mira, with us here today. Sylvia holds an MBA from Cornell University and an MS in Biomedical Engineering from Columbia. Before she started Mira, she was in business in director-level roles in Fortune 500 life science companies, running a $100 million global business. As many women in their 20s, Sylvia prioritized advanced education and career opportunities over family planning. When one close friend of hers started to try for a baby, she had no success after six months of trying. Doctors couldn't find any problems with her or her husband, and Sylvia witnessed her going through a very stressful time guessing and disappointment around what was actually happening in her body. The existing fertility products didn't help because they couldn't pinpoint what was going on or give enough insights to be a guide. She eventually got pregnant through IUI, which was time-consuming and expensive. And this is a general trending issue faced by more and more women today. Shortly, Sylvia left her corporate job and used her biomedical degree to create Mira on a mission to give women the accuracy of lab testing at home. Sylvia is also a concert pianist. She has won multiple international piano competitions in France, China, and Hong Kong. So, Sylvia, it is so important that you're here today for many reasons, mostly because I'm such a fan and I've had such a personal experience with Mira technology. Um, so the purpose of this podcast is to talk about the, the power of being able to test hormones at home. So just as an intro to the audience today, I want to let you all know my experience with Mira because it literally changed my life. So as everyone knows um, that has been listening in on the podcast, I went through surgical menopause about 19 months ago. And during that period of time, everything felt really off in my body. And, you know, honestly, every day was different and my hormones were not stable for a while. And I was unable to continue to go get lab testing through my doctor every day or every other day, every six weeks and was basically looking for a solution. And another founder, um, most of you know I'm an executive coach to founders, and another founder that I was coaching said, have you ever heard of fear of Mira? And I said, no, what is that? And he said, you need it, Irene, go look it up. And, and that was my first introduction to Mira. And I tested my urine 
every day for about eight or nine months. And I made adjustments to my hormone therapy and also, funny enough, would actually share the results with my doctor. So she knew what I needed to do to tweak my patch or add gel in because, you know, there's a sweet spot you're trying to find in, in menopause. And uh, we found it. And we found it because I was an advocate. I had a great support system, but also because I used mirror technology. So that being said, Sylvia, thank you for being here. Would love for you to share with us, you know, a little bit about your story about why you started Mira. Sure. So, um, hi, everyone. I'm Sylvia. Uh, I'm the CEO and the co-founder of Mira. And thank you so much, Irene, for having me. So um, I'm really excited to be here, too. Um, so as Irene, dis- Irene described pretty precisely, um, you know, my goal really to find to found Mira at the beginning was to try to help women. Um, so you know, it's, it was the, uh, actually it was a surprise to me because when we were in our earlier education, like from high school and in college, we always think about fertility means we just need to try to avoid the pregnancy, just don't, don't get pregnant. But then uh, when the time really comes, which is usually after our 30s now, and we found this fertility journey, um, it was much more difficult than we thought. And there's so little education and there's so little information out there and then uh, even if you go to see a doctor and say you know i'm just trying and i I just don't have any luck for six months and usually the ob will say well you 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 know just keep trying and if you you just don't have time to wait i will give you some medication for stimulate our cycle or eventually we'll send you for ivf so this is to me it was a little bit like uh uh you know you have a disease and you got the symptom, but the doctor just sent you some some chemical to kill that symptom. But what was really happening with your body? What was the root cause? We never got an understanding. And then uh, when I was the, uh, uh, you know, I, you know, as Irene said, I had so much education and I was focused on my career when I was in my 20s. And then uh, after I graduated from school and, you know, also career started to settle down. And I found that the uh, many of my classmates, um, from Cornell, from Columbia, now they're trying to conceive. And they were all in their 30s, even, you know, be- between 30 to 35, or some even a little bit older than 35. And then many of them face this problem, and there's really nowhere to seek for a solution. And then I was, you know, I did a lot of research, and uh, including, you know, I tried to read the paper, try to look for the scientific research for this female hormone or how the fertility was related with age and related with lifestyle. Is there anything we could do to improve that? And I found a lot of really weak information. It's basically based on uh, population average, just to say, yeah, after 35 years old, and you will have much less chance. And this is very weak because we know 35 is not like a cutoff. And after that, it's like a zero one. After that, you go from one to zero. And there's really nothing happened on your 35th birthday. So, you know, with all this, I think there's a truly lack of data. And it, and also based on that lack of data, there's lack of um, information and the treatment and very even very useful, like a blockbuster product to help with women. And this thing has become a, a very trending issue. So that's the idea, you know, where's the seed of the idea of Mira coming from? So I was thinking like, you know, to solve this, we, we need to be very science-backed. Science there's many, you know, theme tag products, but you could see many of them are not really at this clinical level of accuracy and not very easy to use. So we were thinking that maybe there's some, uh, some product that we can innovate, we can use the lab technology 
Um, and but we can we should make it really small, really user friendly. And the uh, you know women without medical education, like you know, they're not a the doctor, they could understand. And also they should be able to take action based on that. And also this should be the bridge between the patients and the doctor. So the doctor yes. look at data and you know the prescription whatsoever treatment will be more personalized, not just tell you to just keep trying. And otherwise I do give you an injection for simulation after six months. So that's where you know the mirror idea came from. And initially we started to work on a single hormone, which was LH, because that hormone was telling you about your ovulation. And then we gradually expanded that product offering. So today we test multiple hormones. We test the LH, estrogen, progesterone, and FSH. So pretty much the major hormones you will, you know, that will go up and down in a cycle. We test all of them. And we test all these hormones uh, quantitatively. So that means we give you a numerical data, like a number for your hormone, just like when you're doing the block drawing. So you can see the curve, you can see over long term what's a pattern. And those are really personalized information for you to understand what's going on and for your doctor to do a better diagnosis. Yeah, so I mean, that is my experience, right, is being able to see the pattern because it can, you know, attach to my phone and I can see, I could see, you know, when things were going up and down, I saw that stress was impacting it, exercise was impacting it. So tell us a little bit about, you know, the menopause world, right? So now, you know, myself and others are using, you know, Mira for perimenopause and menopause transition. What, what do you see in the data about how this can help women in perimenopause and menopause? Because clearly we know based on the science that peri is, a, is, is flux. It's up and it's down, right? And then we know menopause, we start to dip progesterone first before we then get into estrogen dip. So how can Mira support the woman in perimenopause and menopause? Yeah, sure. So um, last year, Mira launched the... Uh a test one, which wishes to test FSH. So this was our time, you know, that was beginning for me to enter into this perimenopause market. So FSH is a hormone to tell you your uh, fertility level, like, you know, are you still fertile or how long are you going to stay with fertile whatsoever? Um, and by testing this FSH at the beginning of your cycle, which is usually day four, day three, day four, like when your formal FSH was at the baseline, and that can tell you your where your fertility level is at. And you want this level to be low. You know, you want the formal level to be low, and it usually means you have good fertility level. If your you know, FSH levels start to increase at the baseline, that usually means the, uh, maybe there's some uh, diminished ovarian reserve whatsoever. So that was the uh, where we started. And then uh, we start to build uh, more like a, product mark bundle because we understand that, you know, testing multiple hormones together to see their pattern, to see the ratio, to see your unique pattern is very important. So there are a few other hormones that can be, you know, useful to your menopause. I think one is probably everyone understands estrogen. So estrogen is such an important hormone and it supports your ovulation, supports your cycle, and also supports many functions in the female body. Like your skin health, like your, uh, if you're gonna get osteoporosis and uh, you know, collagen synthesis in your skin whatsoever. So all these things can, you know, when during menopause, uh, the estrogen will start to fluctuate, you know, because your cycle will fluctuate. Sometimes you have the, uh, even your perimenopause, you probably, don't have a period for three months, you're thinking, well, that's it. And then the fourth month, the period come back. Or you have really heavy bleeding, you have pain, and you have all these symptoms. And many of these are having some correlation with the estrogen level. So to understand where the estrogen level is at, 
and working together that with your doctor, I think that has been uh, very helpful for a lot of mirror users uh, to better manage their symptoms during the uh, during the perimenopause and the menopausing stage. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was about the ratio. You know, we talk a lot about ratio, right? Like, what's the ratio of estrogen to progesterone and what's right for a woman? And to your point, everyone used to say it should look like this. But what was right for me isn't right for someone else. And the convenience of being able to journal and track my symptoms against where my estrogen progesterone were were very helpful for me to know what to do to, to get my doctor to compound the right level of you know, bioidenticals for me. And it was really, really, really helpful in helping me to advocate for myself and feeling like I had some level of power, you know, like you feel a lack of power when you're a woman going through this, like you have no control of your body. And then a doctor only wants you to go get tested every six months. And by then you've had 20 roller coaster rides of emotion, right? And as you mentioned, you know, estrogen is like every part of your body. It's your neurotransmitters, it's your hair, it's your nails, it's your collagen. Um, and so I, I just think what you're doing is so important. So what are you hearing from your clients? What, you know, what are the customers that are using Mira telling you, um, other than me, you know, I'm such a strong advocate, but what are other, what are you hearing from other people? And what do you think is coming in this space for women? Yeah, sure. So, um, we have many success stories from our user, but well, after I started Mira, I feel like I heard all kinds of different stories. Like some people got really, you know, really difficult trying to conceive for the second kids, or, you know, they came off from birth control and their cycles were really messed up. This is another really hot topic right now. You know, it's really yes. hormonal yes. birth control is really good for you or not. And then, uh, um, and the uh, um, emotional roller coaster, as you mentioned. And uh, also, doctors given this kind of uh, very like a standard package for you. So you just basically go through this whole thing and without understanding, ability to understanding um, the, uh, you know, what's really going on with your body. And another really common thing is like uh, people, you know, or women don't feel like they were being taken seriously during those healthcare situation. And I think it's the reason being that when we talk about, you know, how we feel in our body, regardless of that the trying to conceive or menopausing, and those are like the first sign of what's, you know, there's something happening with your body and your body is trying to tell you, you know, here's a clue. However, many of these data were not being captured or researched extensively. So when you're going to for a doctor's visit and they don't have evidence, they don't have scientific evidence to show this means something. So they will have to tell you no. So basically a lot of things like that just being ignored. And so people being treated like very standard and uh, um, the result was that they uh, um, you know, not very good experience, not very helpful, and a lot of worry, worriness in, in the people's mind. Uh, we feel like we don't have a control, and the uh, um, also we don't feel, we feel like the uh, um, we don't know what to do. Like <laughs> you know, you just yeah. say you can't get pregnant, or you have this symptom about perimenopause, and you just have to keep doing the same thing as you're doing. Even very simple question like, um, how can I get feel better? You know, should I do more exercise? Should I, you know, sleep better? What kind of food should I eat? Yep. Sometimes those are really helpful because, you know, your body is a whole thing. They're kind of regulating your brain is regulating your life is regulating what you feel. But the doctors can't give you good advice. They will tell you, of course, you know, do whatever you want. But what does this mean? So it's really like no cruel or no designed path for someone having an issue to say, okay, I just need to do this and that will make me feel better. I will be confident I'm going to be feeling better. So this part is really lacking, you know, 
from our um you know the customer experience and uh, but you know the good things i think you know, when they were using mira and many of them feel like they now have more visibility about their body their hormone change and so they will you know they will have some thoughts or some pattern to understand okay this might be something you know we want to do and also mira will be launching a uh, new product feature, which is in the app, it's like a fertility plan. So this really to help you to manage going through a fertility journey, regardless what that is. So you will have some very personalized education and some action guide about, you know, what's uh, what could be helpful for you to go through that path. So, you know, what's what's really happening in the industry, I think it's still, you know, women's health is a big industry and it has, has kind of been um, ignored or underserved in the past. And uh, there's a huge lack of women's health research. And many diseases that were dominating with women's cases were using the male sample to study in the clinical trial. <laughs> and there's many uh, female diseases were not being studied at all. So, uh, you know, with that, it's the, uh, um, also there are many femtech companies, you know, like Mira and like many others. And like also like this podcast, we're trying to generate more awareness, trying to talk more about you know, in this industry, which is great. But I think there's still a very long way to go. I think to tr truly solve this, we need to start from something, uh, you know, going back to the basics, such as the, uh, uh, you know, first to understand, really recognize there is an issue. This is really important by generating social awareness. And at the same time, we need to do have more scientific research about women's health because without research, there will be no data and there will be no company can create a blockbuster product and then there will be no investment. So there's basically very little opportunity for this industry to thrive and to you know, get a lot of cash, a lot of funding into here so we can do the better service, we can provide the better products and doctor will be more aware to say, oh no, you can do this. So you know, this is how I'm gonna use to change the patient experience. So we're not there yet. So still, there's a lot of gap and we need to, we need to work on those. Yeah, I think everything you're saying is so spot on. You know, we, we're, I'm a, a believer in systems theory. I, I study it. I believe in it. I preach it. I use it in our practice. And what I mean by that is, you know, your point about there's the hormones and then there's what are you doing around the hormones, right? So our coaches provide nutritional counseling. They're looking at cortisol levels. They're looking at thyroid health because you know more than anybody that any one of those other three or four things is going to impact the estrogen and progesterone and FSH and LH levels. I want to just say thank you for being here and for being a partner. I mean, we are a formal partner of, of Mira. Um, if you go on to Mira and you find that you're interested, please put in a Menno Coaching discount code to get a discount on the bundle packages. Um, we believe in this product. It is FDA approved. My understanding is there are not many others, if any others, FDA approved. Is that right, Sylvia? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, this, this is a tried and tested, accurate piece of data that you have at home for very little cost compared to going to lab testing every other week. So please, if you're either trying to conceive and struggling, if you're having problems with your period and you're having issues with PMDD, PCOS, if you're having issues with perimenopause, please consider Mira Technology. If you're, you know, trying to manage your own hormone therapy, there's nothing like it. Sylvia, thanks again for being here. Um, we just appreciate you and all the work that you're doing and especially all the data, you know, all the science. You know, science is really important when you're, when you're working with hormones. They're very, very powerful. I learned that along the journey. So thanks for all the work you're doing and just for being an advocate for women. Thank you so much, Irene. 
What I Wish I Knew is produced and distributed by EIQ Media Group, LLC. Elevate your emotional IQ with podcasts and content focused on leadership, mental health, spirituality, women's health, overcoming adversity, and more. Thank you.